Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman. We are here to review tonight's NXT of September 1st, 2020. Um, what an amazing show that it was. Fowlers, what's going on? Uh, what an amazing show that it was. Uh, we are going to run through the entire card and everything else that's going on here. Um, we are going to get things started properly here, though. And there's no better way to start here than with the classic EPW intro. So hopefully you enjoy. This song is by Montezzi. Make sure you guys give him a follow on Twitter. He always brings that fire. But let's get to that intro. All right, guys, we're here to talk NXT. This show was absolutely um, a one, I, I would say, a, a show that was built around one match for the second half of the show, but they had a lot to offer uh, during this. Now, before we get started, guys, um, I want to say just a small little piece. Some of it's wrestling related, some of it's not. Uh, I want to dedicate this show tonight to Bullet Bob Armstrong. Uh, some of you guys may know him as like the father of Road Dog and referee Scott Armstrong. Um, just an amazing pro wrestler. Just wanted to dedicate the show to him. Uh, also, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, he played Black Panther, uh, Jackie Robinson, many, many roles. Um, absolutely uh, stunned that he is gone. One of the best Marvel movies I think that I've ever seen was the the first Black Panther one that he was in. He was an amazing character, and he did a great job while playing in that. Um, I, I can't say anything else about the man. He was incredible, remarkable, uh, and I wish that we had more people in the world like him. And last but not least, uh, John Thompson, uh, Georgetown College basketball coach, passed away. Uh, John Thompson was someone who stood up for the rights of people. It didn't matter what color they were. Uh, he had a female that was part of his squad uh, to help coach with the uh, kids. John Thompson just did what was right. So someone that I respect in the college basketball world. And um, just wanted to show him some love as well. So these shows will be dedicated to them tonight as well. Just wanted to get that out of the way. But if this is your first time joining us here on Everything Pro Wrestling, do me a favor. First and foremost, show us some love by helping out and doing a very easy thing, which is, if my cues were on point here, hitting that subscribe button. There it is. Oh, oh there it is. Got to work on that. Hit the subscribe button. And if you guys want to be notified as soon as we go live, hit the notifications bell. If you haven't been getting the notifications, hit it again. Click all. We're going to be live a lot this week. Trust me, especially for the next two or three days. So you guys are going to want to make sure that you guys are hitting the subscribe button and showing some love to the channel. Uh, you guys are also able to donate via Super Chats here. It could be a dollar. It could be five bucks. could be 50 bucks. Whatever you guys want to do. Uh, if you can do that, it's greatly appreciated. It will all go back towards the podcast, helping Rob and Derek come up with new things, graphic designs, whatever we need to come up with for that. So any love shown is appreciated. Now, before we get into the show, I got to see who's in this chat with us, who we're talking to tonight. What's going on, Ace? Ace, first one in the house tonight. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, Rob, yes, we went over the whole live thing with YouTube. 
You press the button and then it goes live automatically. Don't know why I did that tonight. Uh, B-Boy Skyline, Jordan, what's good, brother? Foul is here as well. Thank you guys so much. Love the new graphics, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Been trying to spruce it up a little bit, Foul. I got to keep up with you. You know how it goes. Um, oh, yes. Cliff Robinson, Buffalo legend, basketball player. You know, so too many deaths so far. All right. 2020 sucks, in my opinion, right now. Um, but yes, Cliff Robinson, if you didn't know, he was a Buffalo, New York native. So uh, show him some love. Riverside High School. So it was a tough week, man. But let's talk some NXT. This will make us feel better. Um, let's talk about Vic Joseph and Way Barrett. Let me say this. Way Barrett did his damn thing tonight on commentary. Um, we've seen his work in the NWA and Lucha Underground, if you guys caught that towards the end. We all know Way Barrett is a tremendous performer in the ring and on the microphone if you've seen him talk on NWA. But tonight, Wade Barrett did a great job of playing the guy who was once pro wrestler in the ring and he was able to translate that for everybody to come in understand and just simply get and i really thought it was very well done how they put everything um this entire like broadcast situation moro ronaldo's gone Mamma Mia is gone. Uh, Moro is absolutely one of the best announcers that I've heard uh, recently within the uh, WWE team. I am saddened to hear that he is gone. We cannot lose Nigel McGuinness is all I'm going to say about that as well. But Moro's mother was sick. He had been spending time away from WWE. I know it was his childhood dream to call pro wrestling. And I think Moro, you could work something out where Moro maybe comes back to call the main event of TakeOver's. Um, I get that he was uh, older, but I don't care. Moral was still the best. If you've got it, you've got it. So with that being said, Moral, you will be missed. And uh, Wade Barrett, I welcome you to the fray because I'm happy to have you as well joining the group. With that said, let's get into the first match. Uh, we are going to start off with Legado del Fantasma. Uh, that is Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza as they get ready to take on the team of Isaiah Swerve Scott and the new NXT Tag Team Champions, Breezango. They have some swagger tonight, uh, Breezango. And you know what? I was just happy for those two dudes last week. I'm a big Tyler Breeze fan, number one. And I really think that the dude just deserved it, man. I always felt that he never got his just due while he was in uh, NXT, man. Just never got his just due. And then he went up to the main roster. Apparently, he got blackballed. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, he was in a feud with, like, I think it was Dolph Ziggler in the beginning. And then, poof, he just went into obscurity. Um, good to see him back in NXT. I'm glad that they gave him kind of this title run here. I don't know how long it's going to last, but enjoy it, Breeze. So, Legato Del Fantasma versus this uh, six-man team of Swerve Scott and Brizango. This turned into like a street fight. I was not aware that this was going to be a street fight. So, Legato Del Fantasma come out and like, they have new shirts, by the way. Uh, they come out and they're in like street gear, ready to fight. Brizango comes out in their wrestling attire. And Swerve Scott comes out in his wrestling attire with a shirt on as well. And like I said, for part of this, bro, you start getting these Lucha Underground vibes. Like, I started looking at people saying, like, yo, that dude's from Lucha Underground. Swerve Scott was Killshot. Um, Santos Escobar was King Cuerno. And Wade Barrett was also on there. And it, it just, you get these vibes, like I said, from Lucha Underground. So I want to just make sure that we pay respect to that. The street fight was um, something different here. It was something that we weren't going to get where it was going to be outshining the main event because we have an amazing main event as you guys can see in the title a four-way 60-minute iron man match you really got to save a lot of stuff for that but the street fight could do some different things so you saw a lot of dives to the outside they had little like nxt blocks in the crowd lots of use of the gate um people getting slammed on the ladders that were just nearby things like that uh interesting match so they they have things uh, just a pure fight wrestling match. People are getting tossed over the top. Swerve Scott's doing dives. Brizango's doing dives. Uh, everybody. Raul Mendoza 
these guys went crazy. And let me say this, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza, even though they're playing like the secondary part in all of this, uh, they're basically the heavy for Santos Escobar, I think they've done a damn good job. I've mentioned it before, since the Cruiserweight Classic, Raul Mendoza has been a sleeper pick for me for one of the like good wrestlers that you should not sleep on. We also have uh, Joaquin Wilde, the former DJZ from Impact Wrestling, getting his just due. I'm happy to see that for the guy. Um, just phenomenal. Now, the finish of this match takes place when it turns into a five-on-three brawl because here come the members of Imperium. The former tag team champions come down to assist. It turns into a five-on-three brawl. Uh, eventually, they have to figure out a way to uh, stop this beatdown that is going on. And what happens is, out of nowhere, and this is kind of a good thing, uh, a random like forklift just shows up with like a WWE box on it, and Isaiah Swerve Scott and Fandango are on it, and they just jump off of this thing right onto everybody in the ring, take out everybody. And then people roll to the outside, and this leads exactly back to where we had it again. They dive out, Brizongo, take out everybody. So uh, four of the guys get taken out by Brizongo with a big dive. And we are left in the ring with Isaiah Swerve Scott, and he hits kind of this, uh, this like, head tuck bomb. It was like the kill shot driver from Lucha Underground. I don't know what the proper name of it is now, but he hits it. One, two, three. Once again, Isaiah Swerve Scott is the only person to hold a pinfall victory over Santos Escobar. Not mad at it at all. I still feel like Isaiah Swerve Scott is much better than the position he has within the company. And that's no disrespect to 205 Live. Like, I feel that's where Santos Escobar can dominate and be put to good use for right now. But I think Isaiah Swerve Scott is North American championship bound. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's just how I f uh, feel. Um, let's see what the live chat is saying here. Ace is talking about Reed versus Thatcher. We are going to get to that match in a few, son. So, yes. Uh, Rob says, he, I got a feeling Nigel will be on the UK call in two weeks. I hope so. He needs to be. Uh, at least he got to work with Liger and have that classic with Neville in his first run. True. Uh Breeze definitely got some some good burn with that stuff. Uh, PR says, sorry, I missed the first few minutes. Want to go get dinner. PR, no worries, my brother. You're helping me out, so I appreciate you coming in here. Uh, El Chapo Del Fantasma and the Cartel Boys. <laughs> Rob, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, Rob said this was a good opener for him. Uh, Fowl says, Reed versus Thatcher could have been awesome. The six-man opener was fantastic. Exactly. This thing with the forklift, this is what WWE games is made of. Like, this is what people want from their wrestling video games. A forklift was randomly... When are you ever going to be able to drive a forklift up to the ring post and just dive off into a ring? Pretty cool. I just think that's something that they could add into the game. Little little sprinkle of knowledge in there as far as um, those working on the WWE 2K games. Hopefully we get some news soon on what you guys have been working on, but not mad at it at all. Tegan Knox. We go to a backstage promo now with Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae. They talk about their friendship, and there's uh, videos shown, still pictures shown of how close they were with each other. And it's just kind of explaining like the friendship thing and... It feels like Tegan wants to rekindle the friendship once again. Um, is it in a bad place? No. I think they're they're really trying to build up what's going to happen here. I don't know if it's going to be a feud or a, a partnership possibly between the two ladies, but it's very interesting what we're seeing right now here. Uh, I'm sorry. Ace chimes in. I'm happy Mauro Ronaldo is gone from the WWE, plus NXT got Wade Barrett back. Uh, that's my opinion, so deal with it. Whoa harsh for my man Moro. Uh, yeah, I loved Moro. I thought he really helped the SmackDown brand. And then when they brought him to NXT, I was happy when he came back again. Who knows? Maybe we'll see him again. But Wade Barrett did a tremendous job tonight. So I am not mad at that either. Candice LeRae takes on uh, Casey Cantazaro with Caden Carter in her corner. Uh, it looks like Casey Cantazaro and Caden are kind of like a tag team. So they've been having them show up 
Um, so Candice LeRae is in and she comes out in this very scary like godmother costume for Candace. She comes out with like the leather jacket. It's got the wings on it and everything else. Uh, I think she's been calling herself the Poison Pixie. At least that's what it looked like on the Titantron. Uh, this was nothing more than a, a glorified squash match here for uh, Candace. Um, she actually wins with the Paul Burchill style curb stomp. So she wraps the legs up, pulls the arms back, and then just stomps uh, Casey's head right into the ground for the one, two, three. After the match, we see her get on the microphone, something we don't see too often in the like arena from her. Uh, she gets on the mic and says that she misses her friendship with Tegan Knox and just elaborates on that, driving home further the story that is going on between the two. Um, very interesting. Very interesting to see where this is going. Uh, could this be a partnership? Could it be a tag team title run in the future? Maybe they're trying to set that up. We don't know. Uh, let's see here. BJ Mail. What's going on, BJ? Thank you for joining us. Since moving to USA, I feel like this NXT is totally a totally separate show from the NXT I enjoy. Now with Moro out, it just makes it feel like it even more. Yeah, BJ, I got the weird feelings kind of from NXT too. I feel like some people just aren't booked in the right spots right now is more my thing. Like I've been saying for weeks, Candice LeRae. She does not feel like a heel to me. She just, I cannot believe her. She's such a nice person that I just don't believe she's a heel. Like, I, it feels forced to me when I see them on camera. I don't like it at all. Um, so, Candice LeRae picked up the win in the last match uh, for Hardcore Beast Plays. Ask it in the chat. Um, we're going through the entire card, brother. So, if you guys stick around, you'll hear who won. Uh, I don't know, BJ. I, I missed the one-hour format, too, but I think that this was going to eventually happen. I think they're just not... They're they're used to the way they were telling stories, and you can get more out of it in, like, a week in an hour format versus two hours and trying to tell a story every week because you didn't have to see the same people every single week. So it's tough on NXT, too, as a brand. Not mad at it. So we get to Rhea Ripley. She is backstage, and she makes a challenge to Mercedes Martinez. She wants her in a steel cage match. And all I can say to that is the Birdman rubbing hands. <laughs> Hit the gif. Uh, I cannot wait for this matchup. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez, uh, similar builds. And the fact that they're both pretty, like, they're booked as tough women, uh, I think it's going to work. Mercedes Martinez does have some MMA background, I believe. And to see Rhea Ripley in the steel cage, I think this is going to be a fun match. I really think that this could be a great main event um, happening for us. It's going to be pretty dope. Uh, BJ is back again here. He says, they seem to book with too many gray characters. And I'm going to put finger quotes around the gray like he did. He said, which AEW does too. So I'm not being biased, but they also are booking for that rating and counter booking to their competitor. It just makes it feel less than what it used to be. I can respect your opinion on that, BJ. Not mad at it. Um, Bronson Reed is up next. This is the match Ace wanted to talk about. Uh, Bronson Reed versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, Timothy Thatcher is a Grizzlies catcher's catch can wrestler. And he knows how to just take out an opponent at any way. So, Bronson Reed and him kind of got into it last week over who is going to be the next to face Damian Priest. Bronson Reed said, I have a victory over Priest, which is true. Timothy Thatcher says that he should be next up just because I'm Timothy Thatcher. So, this is going to lead to a match here. Uh, the left arm was the focus for Thatcher in this match. He was really trying to take Bronson Reed's left arm out to set up for whatever submission hold he was focused on for tonight. Um, Bronson Reed hits a big dive in this match as well. If you've never seen a big 300-pound dude fly, Bronson Reed, I'm just shocked every time I see him do that. Just hit a tope through the ropes. He comes through the ropes but lands on that left arm, selling it more and more, uh, putting Timothy Thatcher back in the ring. The referee's checking on Thatcher as well. And here comes Austin Theory. Now, remember, last week, Austin Theory and Bronson Reed had a little bit of an altercation backstage. This led to... Bronson Reed 
um, getting his arm worked over after he had, or excuse me, let me back that up. He slapped Austin Theory last week. You knew something was going to happen. He runs out here, hurts Bronson Reed's left arm, throws him into the ring. This leads to Timothy Thatcher taking advantage and locking on the Fujiwara armbar. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> uh, tap out victory for Timothy Thatcher. Can't be mad at it. Um, victory here. So it looks like, if you're asking me, Timothy Thatcher has earned the right now to want to challenge Damian Priest, who was watching backstage. Could be Damian Priest's first challenger for the NXT North America Championship. I'm not mad at it. Uh, Rob says, joint manipulation. I'd love to see Thatcher take on Daniel Bryan in the future. And Bronson Reed is awesome. Hashtag thick boy. Yeah, yeah, Bronson Reed is great. Uh, I thought he did an amazing job here. Uh, what's going on, Broken? Uh, I hope you're enjoying some Pepsi and homemade pizza. Enjoy, brother. Um, so, yeah, Bronson Reed uh, takes the loss here. It looks like he's going to be going into a program with Austin Theory. Austin Theory's back on TV. So this is going to make for uh, quite the interesting two sets of feuds here. But it's where we're going. I think I still want them to really revisit Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest down the line, though. I don't know if it's going to be on like NXT television, but I think there's still a story to tell there with those two. Keep that in mind for long-term booking uh, as far as that goes. And, guys, we are at the point of the show where we have to talk about trimming things. It's time to bring up the Lawnmower 3.0. If you guys want the Lawnmower 3.0, you can get it by going to manscaped.com, putting in the promo code EPWSHOW. What does that do? Let me tell you something, brother. It saves you 20% and free delivery on any items that you over. So you guys can get the Lawnmower 3.0. This bad boy is designed for groin grooming. Fellas, ladies, anybody can use this puppy. Perfect. Got a little light on it. It is one of the best. If you guys have not used it, definitely highly recommend. Uh, well worth it. And let's see what we got here. It is skin safe. It has a replaceable blade cordless rechargeable um let's see here it's waterproof take that bad boy in the shower uh complete control high power low vibration and it's got an led light that's a win that's a win they also have some other things that you guys can order this uh pretty cool nifty uh toiletry kit edition i guess we'll call it it's got uh the fingernail clippers the nail file the scissors it's got everything that you need and it comes in this nice leather pouch like this is fancy too fancy for me to be holding now manscaped also has the refined cologne smells good not mad at it at all it's got a uh, clean scent with citrus blast and touches of jasmine anchored mm. get yourself some of that now we also have to talk about Fellas, it's summertime. Not too much time left if you're in the Northeast to rock the sandals, but get that foot deodorant. Need it, need it, need it. You don't want those toes crusty. Uh, also, ball toner. Gotta, gotta tone the boys. Gotta tone the boys up when it's time. And they also have the ball deodorant. So if your armpits stink, you know you need this. So manscaped.com, promo code EPWSHOW, all one word. It's down in the description box below as well if you guys need a link to it. Uh, check it out. Definitely helps out the podcast. Also, what helps out the podcast is going to powerslam.tv using the promo code EPWSHOW, exact same promo code. You guys can go on there and get yourselves one free month of independent wrestling on me. You guys can go back and check out some of the greats of your past favorites or Find some new indie talent that you can appreciate. So make sure you guys go to powerslam.tv, promo code EPWSHOW. And I want to take the time to shout out two podcasts, Everything College Basketball Podcast with Josh Burton. Uh, it's a tremendous podcast if you are into college hoops. Check him out as well. He's on uh, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, just like this one. Wherever you find him, uh, show him some love. Tell him EPW sent you. If you're a fan of college hoops and also check out my boy, Jesse, he runs the pro wrestling shoot podcast. 
Uh, all of their ads will be in the audio versions of this, so show those guys some love. Um, trim the lawnmower out of EPW. <laughs> the lawnmower 3.0 has crazy power. See, BJ knows. BJ knows. He uses it for his nose hair. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. BJ says... The nose hair trimmer is nice. They sure they did a study to show something like 78% of the ladies are not a fan of. Get cleaned up. Uh, comment hashtag ad support. <laughs> yes. Uh, Wade Barrett full time with NXT. Can someone tell me if that is official? Let me know if it is. Um, we cut backstage. Mercedes Martinez accepts the challenge. From uh, Rhea Ripley. So next week, Steel Cage match. They're doing it big for Super Tuesday Part 2. They have a Steel Cage match lined up. I think it's going to be dope. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to this match. Uh, I don't know who gets the win here. I feel like Mercedes Martinez needs the victory more, in my opinion. Um, It's going to be very, 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 very interesting. To say the least. We're at the main event time. You're like, hold up, hold up. EPW, you're 26 minutes in. What are you talking about? We're at the main event. Tonight's main event was a fatal four-way, 60-minute Ironman match. This thing had the possibilities to go so many different ways. And I was uh, not sure who was going to win, what was going to happen in this main event match, uh, but it was definitely something to behold. Connor, what's going on, brother? Good to have you in here joining us. Uh, Rob said last he read they're still negotiating with Barrett, but that could have changed within the last couple hours. And they've been be- being, oh, excuse me, they've been beating Rhea a lot lately, though. Yeah, that's that's tough, Rob. I don't know, though. I, feel, I still feel like Mercedes doesn't have enough W's under her belt, though, to uh, lose to Rhea. We'll have to see. I think it depends on what the long-term vision is with uh, Rhea Ripley if she's going up. Iron Man match. When was the last time we had a good Iron Man match where we didn't know the outcome? Uh, PR, I'm going to say, I didn't know the outcome of this one tonight. This was different, too, in a four-way. This reminded me of something, once again, straight out of video games. Like, you want to create a match type. You're like, let's do a four-way Iron Man match, and let's see who becomes the win here. Uh, I agree. The main event was fun. This match was like playing 2K19 and getting a 2K20 glitch. <laughs> bj i love it bro i love it bj we gotta get you on here for one of these i think uh, i haven't had you on ever so let me know get with me on that we'll have to talk about uh doing a preview or something together on one of these shows now so we get into this match it was booked at this like super tuesday thing i don't know what's up with the political references recently with AEW and nxt but whatever maybe they're just trying to trend and then maybe someone will say hey i forgot wrestling was on tonight Let's leave this debate or whatever. Um, the winner becomes NXT champion. We have Johnny Gargano win this, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I took little minuscule notes in this. A lot of this was just pure wrestling. Like during the commercial breaks in the picture and pictures, I saw lots of headlocks happening. Not too much uh, craziness. They know when the cameras are on. WWE is doing a great job of like, okay, we're back. Now you get big moves. They, they had lots of headlocks locked in, things like that. Iron Man match, you guys know. When it comes to, like, Brett and Sean, or if you've ever seen the 60-minute the ones, at least I'll say, you know there's going to be a lot of rest holds and waiting around periods. But the four-way kind of changed that and allowed you to add things in and make it interesting. Uh, no one hiding in the back today? No, just me. All solo, PR. No Derek. See, you guys blame me. I never kept Derek off the show. Derek's always welcome to be on. Um, so let's get into this. First thing I have in my notes here are the teases of Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, uh, like backing into each other. We don't know if we're gonna see like a DIY reunion or if these guys are ready to full on fight with each other. So that made it very interesting, and I love that Adam Cole and Finn Balor had a similar moment, but then they threw up the the two sweets with each other, and they hit that uh, the Bullet Club. I don't believe though when Adam Cole joined Bullet Club that Balor was the leader. Uh, someone in the chat will probably correct me if I am wrong on that, but uh, let me know. 
and if you guys see the little i button up here still telling you guys to subscribe come on in hit that like button i see three people haven't yet help a brother out if you haven't hit that like button um so in this matchup here we saw cole was the first one pen finn balor hit the coup de gras on adam cole one two three i was pissed i was surprised they went in for the pinfall first so finn balor looks like he's got the upper hand in the very beginning here uh it, it's just a done deal for him and then tomaso champa seems to be the next person who catches some fire he hits willow's bell on balor and then the fairy tale ending on him which is his uh it's like the pedigree setup, but then he does the the face plan in between his legs. And Gargano comes in and steals the pinfall from him. Dirty heel. Uh, like I said, still hard to believe Gargano is a heel. But he gets the pinfall. One, two, three. Johnny Gargano, second man with the pinfall. So Balor has one. Gargano has one. Cole eventually hits the last shot on Ciampa. One, two. Kick out by Tommaso. Uh, shows the frustration on the competitors as they are trying to get pinfalls and make it last here. Um, so Cole is trying to do all of these things. He's catching people with super kicks left and right. Uh, Johnny tries to do that spear that he always dives into to the ring to do. He's caught with a super kick in the face. Panama Sunrise, which is the basic uh, destroyer off the middle rope. And Johnny Gargano eats the pinfall there. So now we have three guys with one pinfall as Adam Cole puts himself on the board. And Tommaso Ciampa then becomes desperate. He looks frustrated. He is trying to get a pinfall here. Um, they're, they're just fighting and fighting back and forth. Eventually, fairy tale ending is hit on Adam Cole and he gets the one, two, three. So now every man is on the board with one pinfall apiece. This is where things are going to probably start to heat up. There's 22 minutes left in the match. So right then and there, I just saved you 40 minutes of time, basically. Um, 22 minutes left. Uh, Gargano and everybody, they're brawling on the outside of the ring. At one point, Tommaso Ciampa catches him, and he does the same thing he did to Jake Atlas last week. He has the slingshot set up on him that he's about to hit it, and uh, he nails him with it, throws him in the ring. And he gets the one, two, and he does not get the pinfall there. Uh, Cole makes the save so that Johnny Gargano doesn't get pinned because they all have one pinfall apiece. The desperation's kicking in. Like I said, the psychology in this one had to be different. Um, so they're all getting tired. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere with a few minutes left, Finn Balor hits a coup de gras for a pinfall. One, two, three. So it looks like he's got the victory. He hits it, and there's about 10 seconds left on the clock as he's sitting there, and he's proud of himself. He's got the second fall. And right before this, I saw Adam Cole on the floor sitting there looking shocked. He gets into the ring, hits the last shot, and then he gets the pinfall on Finn. One, two, three. It's a tie. Time runs out right when Cole gets the pinfall perfectly done you have a tie what happens during a tie usually brett the hitman heart has to eat the super kick sorry cam that's my little brother his favorite uh wrestler was brett the hitman heart never forget how mad he got at me at wrestlemania 12 during that iron man match um uh, he ends up uh arguing with his uh other person who has the same amount of pinfall so basically gargano and champa are eliminated there is no ex excuse for them to be in this at all balor and cole are in each other's face a little bit just kind of talking the ref doesn't know what to do and here comes regal william regal comes out and he says war games kidding he does not say that william regal comes out and he says that next week you two will have a match against each other it will be one fall to the finish there will be an NXT champion. It's going to be Finn Balor versus Adam Cole on Super Tuesday 2. Um, so that is the match that they have happening. Whoa. Cole and Balor. I thought Ciampa and Balor were the two favorites going into this to win this. But we still don't have an NXT champion. I kind of want to get uh, everyone's thoughts on this. Let's see what the chat was saying during all of this. Ace. The Ace, I should say. 
Balor versus Cole next week. Who will become a two-time NXT champion along with Shinsuke and Samoa Joe? Good point, Ace. Ace is coming with the record book stuff here. I like it, brother. Uh, PR says, a little bit of the bubbly sip, sip, pass out. <laughs> Nelson, you're my man for that. Uh, Broken says, uh, Miss NXT from 2015 to 2016 doesn't feel the same. Uh, Broken, BJ was saying the same thing from before, man. Not mad at it at all. Ace said, Johnny failure, you and Rob. <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, Jocelyn says, sorry I'm late, was uh, bringing, uh, oh, binging on Sister Sister. Not mad at it. Sister Sister's a great show. Can't be mad. Roger. Roger, Roger, Roger. Uh, gotta watch that guy. Uh, Rob, Adam Cole's timing was superb on the finish. I'm just glad it won't be Gargano. You're a hater. Uh, <laughs> yes, his, his timing was great. And you know what? I was just listening to something on, uh, I think Conrad Thompson had put up a clip uh, from Bruce Pritchard, and I think the question came up of who would you pick between Brett and Sean, and Bruce said, that's a tough one, so I don't want anyone to think Bruce Pritchard was disrespecting the hitman because he wasn't. He said he would pick Sean, and they, they said why, and they were talking about what Rob just brought up, the impeccable timing of Shawn Michaels. He said that we would tell Sean this is what we want the ending to be, and we want to go off the air at 10.55. I think he said they had an hour and 55 minutes for In Your Houses. And he wanted to go off the air at that time. And Sean would nail it every single time. Except for at WrestleMania 10, apparently. But he said he would nail it every single time. That's why he would trust Sean with like the main event spot every time. Cool. Adam Cole reminded me of Shawn Michaels tonight. Like you said, Rob, with that impeccable timing. Just a little... Little thing I noticed here. Cole could be one of the best in-ring performers coming up. Let's book him in some more matches like that. Uh, make him tap out with his own move. <laughs> BJ laughed at the war games. I love it. Are you not entertained from PR? WWE Network would have had a champ tonight. NXT is sold. <laughs> sold out. <laughs> Laughing. Uh, Jocelyn, I see nothing has changed on there. No Nose, not at all. Uh, foul. It was an interesting finish. It was actually pretty well done, in my honest opinion. No, foul. You are one hundred percent correct in that. Um, in that viewpoint on it, the eventual um finish that played out here was perfect. I, I'm just wondering. There's got to be more to this than what's happening. I think Gargano and Champa. What so let's let's try and talk it out with what we're gonna do with these guys. What would you guys do with the four people that are in this? Do you book Gargano and Ciampa back as DIY? Are they gonna feud against each other? We never got a finish technically to that feud, and like I said, that's up there with me as one of the best storylines WWE did. I love the Tommaso Ciampa Johnny Gargano feud, like the the friendship, the destruction, the injuries. The beatings that took place afterwards. The injuries again. And I think you can draw this out. You can't do it like you did last time. But I think you could really build to a big match. And I think I would do it as Johnny Gargano going face. Because Ciampa feels right as a heel. Like when he came back and beat down Jake Atlas. That felt right. Gargano in his role. It doesn't feel right to me. And maybe I'm wrong for that. But uh, PR Nightmare is saying feud for those two. I'm kind of agreeing. Uh, we saw them team up towards the end last time. Why not have these guys finish their feud? Have this turn into a blood feud that results in Johnny Gargano becoming a babyface. Hell, make him and Candace become babyface. Uh, let's see here. Ciampa and Gargano aren't supposed to have any more singles matches according to the stipulations. Oh, yeah. From uh, that Mania weekend. Touche. Uh, but when is that mattering in WWE? You're not wrong, Rob. You are not wrong. Damn. That ruins it then. The tag division needs help. You could, you could figure out a way to put DIY back together and have them just as the heel tag team that you have to try to roll through. Ciampa and Gargano staying there too. It goes back to what BJ and um, I can't remember. I think it was Broken were saying about the NXT roster too though. We're so used to getting new and fresh on NXT that 
Now we have people who are staying. So what do you do with Tommaso Ciampa? What do you do with Johnny Gargano? How do you make this happen? Damn. It's what I just saw. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do with those two. Adam Cole. What? So what happens with him now? Him and Finn Balor are going to go at it next week. Do you put the title back on Cole? He just lost it. Like he lost it to Keith Lee. And then a couple weeks later, Keith Lee loses it to Karrion Cross. He's injured now. Do you put the title back on Adam Cole? He was your longest reigning NXT champion. I don't know. Does he need the Undisputed Era? How do they feel about this? Like, there's a lot of uh, bullshiggity, as I like to call it, going on with that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And Balor. Balor, I feel like he's ready to go back up to Raw or SmackDown. He's been rehabilitated. I, I can take him serious again now. Like, bring him back up. But then does he go after The Fiend? What, what You have to figure out what you're doing with these guys. And I hope... I hope WWE has some long-term thinking involved in this. I'm wishfully thinking, I think, though. But I hope that they do have something. They've been doing some good things lately. I have to give them their props. Uh, BJ says, it's bad when you don't want, when you don't want them called up. Uh, but don't want them during this NXT. Tommaso Ciampa starts feuding with Damian Priest. That's not a bad idea, Ace. He's never been North American champion. Uh... Put back on Cole, PR says, uh, and have Undisputed break up from Cole. That's a possibility. I can see Undisputed Era costing him next week. Uh, Pat McAfee is going to cost Cole, Broken said. Ooh, that would be harsh. Cole will be feuding with Roddy and the rest of the Undisputed Era soon, and Balor will probably feud with the Velveteen Dream over the belt before he goes back to the main roster. Once again, NXT has options. Uh, McAfee is gone, Ace says. I don't know where he has went, but let me ask you guys this in the chat before we get ready to go. I'll give my thoughts while you guys put yours in. What did you think of NXT tonight? As that motorcycle passes me. Hopefully you guys didn't hear that. Um, what are your thoughts on NXT tonight and where the brand is heading? Was this a thumbs up show? Let me know what you would think of it and what you would want to do with that. Uh, for me, I thought tonight's show was really good and they did a great job of building up next week because I believe next week they're on Tuesday as well. So we're going to have to figure out how to get the balance going with that. The NXT brand, like I said, is still my favorite brand out of all the WWE shows. I think that they have something to offer here and I think they're just trying to figure out what works and get their footing going. Um, they, they had a long run on the WWE network kind of doing their own thing. Uh, let's see here. Thumbs up show tonight from Rob broken said thumbs up file said I liked NXT, but the main event should have been at takeover. The ad spoils it, spoiled it. Okay. Uh, PR. No, he's not. Uh, they saying he wants a match with triple H a said thumbs up. Uh, BJ said they are a work rate show, but I keep looking at it while feeling sad for the past NXT. It's definitely better than SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have lots to offer. Now, before we get ready to head on out of here, guys, I want to tell you what's coming up for everything pro wrestling uh, over the next couple days. Tomorrow, we are going to have ourselves a AEW Dynamite review. It's the go-home show before we go to All Out. Uh, I shall be very, very interested in seeing what happens on this show. If anything changes amongst the matchups here, uh, I'm interested in all out. AEW does a great job. I love the balance of their pay-per-view schedule. We haven't seen one in a little bit. It felt like since the beginning of summer, end of summer, we get another pay-per-view. Definitely dope. Uh, can't be mad at it. Can't be mad at it. So looking forward to reviewing dynamite on Wednesday, Thursday, 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 we have ourselves a very special roundtable to discuss AEW All Out. I haven't done that in a while, right? I'm trying to get back onto the podcasting tip a little bit more here. So at 7 p.m. on Thursday, I will be joined by the queen of the indies, Tiffany. Foul from my uh, Foul Original Wrestling. He's in the chat. Show him some love. Subscribe to his channel. 
We will also have uh, Wrestling Insider's Jeff on the show and hopefully uh, his partner if he can make it. And Jesse from the Pro Wrestling Shoot. First time I'll have him on to discuss some pro wrestling as well. And I think the same for Jeff, on the ch- uh, at least on our end. I've been on his show before. But definitely looking forward to talking AEW all out with these guys, getting some predictions and just... Just talking wrestling, you know? I, I feel like that's going to be kind of a, a laid-back, chill kind of thing. Um, so we'll be getting into that for a little bit here. Um, let's see. Rob just said, I hope Brock signs with AEW. He's not going anywhere. Brock Lesnar is the best negotiator in pro wrestling. This dude is getting paid buku dollars. So best negotiator, hands down. Uh, good luck getting him to sell for anyone on that roster, KJ Wardlow included. How dare you, Rob? <laughs> Trolling. Uh, any word on Xavier coming back? I know Kofi has some time. Well, Kofi said he should be back soon, uh, PR. But I think that they should do singles runs if they come back. I don't think you have to have New Day together. They could still, you know, interact with each other. But I think it's Big E's time right now. I want to see what they do with Big E. But Kofi should be back soon. Woods, I'm not sure of. I haven't heard that he should be back soon. I heard he's been, like, you know, starting to train a little bit more. But I haven't heard a timetable on when he'll be back. Uh, Broken said fall season starts. Yes, sir. Uh, Mimosa Mayhem is going to rule, BJ says. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. And Saturday, guys, you know we're going to have an all-out review as well. Uh, I know I brought up the other show. So Dynamite tomorrow, Thursday, uh, all-out roundtable. We're going to have some fun. We should be talking. Like I said, file, tell everybody, bring some food, bring your drinks. Come on. We're just going to have a conversation, talk, enjoy ourselves. And Saturday, all-out review. Intern's going to be here. It's going to be wild. Plan on hopefully getting some pizza with my boy Rob and uh, hopefully D or anyone else who wants to shows up. And we'll catch this pay-per-view, man. So, Everything Pro Wrestling is putting in the work. Tell your friends. We need more people in here. Uh, always spread the word. So if you know anybody who likes pro wrestling, they bring it up. Say, hey, check out my man. Uh, Conrad Kushmi does podcasts. Send them to Everything Pro Wrestling. We got Facebook pages, Twitters, all that stuff's below. And thank you to you guys, whoever showed up tonight. Uh, I know the NXT content usually doesn't do as well with most, but I don't care. I wanted to talk about NXT tonight. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, and I love you guys who are always in here each and every week talking wrestling with me. It is appreciated because you guys can spend your time doing something else and you decide to spend it with me. So thank you guys so much. And I love talking wrestling with you guys. Even if we disagree, it doesn't mean that I hate you. We're just having to talk about wrestling. And that's what I love. That's what I crave. That's why I do this on YouTube. Um, with that being said, make sure you guys check out Dynamite, The Roundtable, all out review we got a lot of AEW content this week i know i know so check it out thank you to everybody in the chat for myself conrad cushman thank you for watching everything pro wrestling and we are out peace everyday pro wrestling they can never be you listen to the podcast for the people the best show that's here so listen in let the knowledge begin the opinions the lesson yes by the fans uh, for the fans uh, not many in this can understand uh, this the podcast to show you who i am uh, conrad cushman the legend in the plans uh, please listen every day to the showcase the opinions and knowledge that anyone can take showing you how it is done proving i am number one what a legend becomes this is now my time to show you that i am here uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear uh, by the fans uh, for the fans uh, not many whose hand can understand everything pro wrestling they can never be you listen to the podcast here for the people the best show that's here so listen in let the knowledge begin the opinion and the lesson yes everyday pro wrestling they can never be you listen to the podcast for the people the best show that's here so listen in let the knowledge begin the opinions the lesson yes
Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like everything college basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's everything college basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. What's going on, everything pro wrestling listeners? It's your boy Jesse Carter over at the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast, where we run special interviews with independent wrestlers, also former WWE and TNA stars. Pretty soon we're going to be having the Matt Seidel episode drop, so you need to come and check that out. And you can find us over on anchor.fm slash the pro wrestling shoot. Also, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. The show also covers reviews from old and current events such as pay-per-views, AEW, WWE, whatever you're into nowadays, we will be covering reviews on that. We also have a little bit of music artists join us on the pro wrestling shoot. Also dive into belt collecting and hobbies of all kind. So yeah, as soon as you are finished with everything pro wrestling, why don't you come on over and check it out and tell us what you think. You can follow our Facebook page at the pro wrestling shoot. We are also on Twitter at Carter Inc. That is C-A-R-D-E-R. INC. Also Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch. Coming soon, we will be doing live streams of the show on YouTube at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. And same with Twitch at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. All right, Conrad, back to you. And hope you all enjoy the rest of the episode from everything pro wrestling.